25th of September. physically and mentally uh, burnt out but I didn't want to go a full week without recording this because I have an interesting topic for you today so let's get started. So last week my web search engine grepper.org was attacked by a bot. Um, for those of you who have been following my my podcast and my feeds for a while you'll know that I launched a, a search engine called grepper.org which is a generic web search engine that I'm building for fun and definitely not for profit. And it's a very small uh, project that I'm doing on the side. I think at the moment I've got about two and a half million web pages indexed there. And I'm doing it purely for fun and nobody's really using it so far. And that's cool because um, I'm happy to be using it myself and dogfooding it for a while until I get it to a decent quality. So I noticed last week a big spike in traffic. I seen search queries coming in from multiple IPs that a first impression looked like real, real traffic. It looked like real users. However, the volume was huge. Well, at least it was huge by my standards for my fledging web service that basically nobody is using right now. So it was a big spike, a very noticeable spike in, in traffic. On September 18th, I seen about 30,000 additional search queries that day and a further 25,000 on the 19th. So I started to get excited and I started to think, what's going on here? Has somebody posted a link to Grepper um, on a social media account that has a million followers? Has somebody famous mentioned it? You know, is it on the front page of Hacker News? Like, what's going on here? This is a bit strange. So naturally, I wanted to do an investigation to see what was happening. On closer examination, however, I could see patterns in the search queries. Lots of weird searches for made and cleaning services coming from random IPs and using different user agent strings, but all seconds apart from different users. So obviously a bit coincidental that apparently different people um, on different IP addresses using different user agent strings. So some of them using PC, some of them using Mac, some of them using mobile were all running more or less the same search queries seconds apart. So that was the first thing that just looked off and immediately got me thinking, hmm, this is not real traffic, this is some kind of a bot. And the thing even now thinking about it that I don't understand is why would they do this? What kind of benefit were they trying to get from running search queries against a search engine? Um, it's not like they were scraping the results pages and trying to build their own index based upon my index. None of the content that's on grepper.org is original. Obviously, it's all just other websites that I myself have indexed with my own bot. So it just looked a bit strange. I couldn't figure out why anybody would actually want to do this. And the only theory I can come up with so far is that they thought that they were actually 
somehow posting or creating content on Grepper. So they thought, you know, um, if we send uh, all this, um, you know, spam content for different services that we want to promote um, to this random website, that maybe some of the content that we're sending will appear on the website, that they can somehow inject content into the website, which is obviously not how search engines work. <laughs> When you do a search engine, uh, a search on, on Google, for example, um, the only bit of content that will appear on the page is the actual search query itself. So perhaps they're thinking just by getting their query rendered on a results page, there's some value in that if I guess somebody else is going to index that results page, like, for example, the Google bot. It's a, it's a bit of a long tail, <laughs> to be frank. Uh, but I find this stuff very fascinating and there's obviously some logic at play. They wouldn't be doing this if there wasn't some benefit in doing it. Fundamentally, um, somebody somewhere out there on the internet had to configure a content generating bot to, uh, send queries to Grepper. So someone took an action to do it and they were motivated to do it. So there must be some kind of benefit in it. Um, I'm clearly just not smart enough to see it. But I'm an engineer, so I want to fix stuff. So I decided I needed to fix this and I patched this on the service last week. And if you're listening to this and something like this ever happens to you, um, one of the simplest things that you can do is to introduce some variable content into the request. So some kind of token or value that will change, that it's dynamic and that it's not predictable. So a simple way of doing this for me was the parameter for doing the search on Grepper is simply called Q. So you will see, for example, question mark Q equals, and then the actual query string that the user wants to search for. Um, I just made the Q parameter name variable and made it variable that it changes every single day. So it's not predictable. And what that means is that the, the bot in question would have to be updated every single day to use a different value, which would obviously be a maintenance overhead. Who wants to do that? So effectively, um, it's making it that it's no longer worthwhile doing. Um, it's just going to break at midnight every day. Um, so there's no point in trying to run queries against this uh, search engine grepper um, when using a bot when the bot won't know what the correct value is to use that day. So nice, simple fix. You can see it even on the live website. You'll see the URL is different every time. Come back every day, it'll be a different URL. And there's other ways of doing this as well. If it was a post, for example, you could put some, uh, you know, dynamic value inside a post body. There's lots of different ways of doing this. And it's a, a relatively robust way to, to undermine a bot. You're not defeating the bot, but you're undermining it. And all you're trying to do is make life difficult. And ultimately, that's what web security is. It's an arms race. Um, they do something aggressive. You do something defensive to nullify it. They do something else aggressive. You do something else to nullify it. And you just go back and forth like that all the time. And I've seen this pattern on multiple services that I've been involved with before. So it's nothing new, um, but I find it interesting that this stuff is still happening every day. And most users of the internet are obviously blissfully unaware. And good bots should identify themselves via the user agent header in HTTP requests. 
So this is what I do with my web crawler, for example, that Grepper uses. And you will see um, the, the web crawlers or bots that Bing and Google use. They will all do the same thing. They will say in their header string, hey, I'm the Google bot. Um, it's cool. I'm just coming in to index your, your web page. Obviously, this bot did not do that. This bot was pretending to be people. It was pretending to be somebody's Mac. It was pretending to be somebody's PC. It was pretending to be somebody's iPhone. So obviously that's not cool. Um, when you start to see traffic like that in your logs, um, you realize that it's not somebody being honest. It's somebody being nefarious in some way that maybe you haven't quite figured out yet. But I think the default reaction should be to take action and to try to restrict the traffic. So for this guy, for example, with this bot, now all it's going to get back is four fours. It's still actively uh, querying my website every day uh, because it's a bit dumb. Um, but it's just getting back four fours consistently every single time it tries to do a query. So apart from that, last week, what did I do? Um, I published a blog entry called Choose Your Mentors Wisely. It is available on my website, techleader.pro. And also I will link to it, of course, from the show notes of this episode. And the intent of the blog was to discuss why it is so important for you as an individual to choose good mentors. Um, you actually get to choose your mentors, which is nice. So it's important that you choose somebody who is patient and someone who is wise and someone who is invested in your success. So I wrote a whole blog about that. Um, please go ahead and have a read if you find it interesting. Uh, apart from that, I'm still reading Diaspora by Greg Egan. Um, definitely one of the more challenging books I've ever read, um, but very interesting if you like hard science fiction, if you like AI, if you like transhumanism, you will definitely enjoy uh, Diaspora by Greg Egan, so check it out. Okay, I'm going to leave it there, guys. Uh, apologies once again for being late this week. I will hope to get back to the Friday Rhythm again this Friday, so basically I'm going to be posting two episodes this week. I'm also probably going to go with just unscripted episodes from now on. Uh, they're much faster for me to get out. Um, and I think it's probably better. It probably comes across as being a bit more natural. Um, I haven't fully decided on that one yet. Um, but love to hear your feedback. Whether you prefer the, the scripted or the unscripted um, episodes in this feed. You will note the difference by the fact that they both have different team music at the beginning. So this is one of the unscripted ones. If you hear an episode with different team music, it's scripted. So I'd love your feedback on that. You can look me up on x slash Twitter at TechLeaderPro. Okay, I will leave it there. Have a great week and I will talk to you again on Friday. Take care. Bye-bye.